All right, brave souls and easily spooked wanderers, before we dive into the adult-themed chaos of Dark Enigma, here's your legal heads up. Our tales and banter might disturb, frighten, or even offend you. If you're the kind who faints at the sight of a dark shadow, this may not be your cup of eerie tea. So consider this your warning. Listener discretion is advised, and we will not be held responsible for any spilled coffee, dropped jaws, or overly dramatic gasps that may ensue. So, clutch your pearls at your own peril. Alright, buckle up, or don't, I'm not your mother, and you've been warned. Greetings, my fabulous heathens, and step right up to the vortex of the peculiar and unexplained. This is Dark Enigma. I'm your ringmaster, Nicole Delacroix, here to guide you through tales of things that go bump in the night. Creatures that haunt your dreams, supernatural beings with more drama than your nosy neighbor, and a sprinkle of unsolved mysteries. So, buckle up, grab your beverage of choice, and prepare to be whisked away to the dark, delightful conundrum of today's episode. Let the weirdness commence as we dive into today's dark enigma. Hold on to your hats, dear listeners, because in today's Dark Enigma, we're diving into a topic that's as mysterious as a cat wearing a magician's hat. Get ready for some paranormal tickles that make your spidey senses giggle with anticipation. Here we are, diving into the abyss of the mysterious, armed with our usual dose of sarcasm and a dash of dark humor. And of course, our drinking game. Because, let's face it, you're listening to a podcast... And your social calendar is as full as a ghost's wardrobe. So, round up your favorite spirits, be it a fancy wine or a trusty brew, and get ready to embark on a journey into the realms of the weird and the wacky. Take a swig every time you're mystified by the podcast's spellbinding tale, or equally spellbinding host. But remember, the choice of poison is entirely yours. Choose wisely, and let the laughter and libations flow. Alright, now for the game part. How about every time I say blood, that will be a single shot. No, I'm not going to say it like that every time. (laughs) And every time I say countess, that will be a double shot. Now that the serious paperwork is stashed away, let's toss on our finest cloak and powdered wig as we waltz into today's mysterious affair, The Blood Countess Unleashed. More drama than a 16th century reality show. Mwahaha. You know, I always have to throw some drama in there because, you know, there's not enough drama in the world. Imagine the drama, my friends, as we peel back the layers of history's grandest spectacle, where royal scandals rivaled the juiciest episodes of a Renaissance soap opera. Picture yourself decked out in the most regal attire like you're about to grace the front row of a Shakespearean fashion week. You know, the kind of outfit that just screams, I'm here for the intrigue, darling, and my codpiece is cinched just right. We're not just diving into history this time. We're making a sartorial statement that would make Elizabeth herself do a double take. So polish those ruffs, straighten that farthingale, and strap on the most elaborate doublet you can find. We're about to unleash the Blood Countess with more flair than a Tudor runway. Get ready for a history lesson served with a side of comedic spice, 
because when the blood countess struts onto the stage, even Shakespeare must pause for applause. Today, we're not just going to be wading through history. We're strutting down the runway, spotlights blazing on the unparalleled Elizabeth Bathory. She didn't just turn heads, my friends. She twisted them. Move over Hollywood, because this is the original blockbuster, and it's bloodier than ever. Elizabeth Bathory, the infamous Blood Countess, was shaped by a tumultuous childhood that laid the groundwork for her dark descent into history. Born into the esteemed Bathory family in 1560, Elizabeth inherited more than just the prestige of her noble lineage. She was exposed to a world of political intrigue and power plays. Growing up in a region where Hungary was caught in the crosshairs of Ottoman invasions, religious conflicts, and familial rivalries, young Elizabeth witnessed the harsh realities of a volatile political climate. These early experiences sowed the seeds of her unyielding determination and a taste for power, setting the stage for the sinister turn her life would ultimately take. As Elizabeth approached adolescence, her world took another dark turn with the loss of both of her parents. Left orphaned and vulnerable, she became a pawn in the power struggles of her guardians. Her marriage to Count Ferenc Nadaste at the tender age of 15, while not uncommon for the time, further plunged her into the political machinations of the aristocracy. The Nastaste family was no stranger to conflict as they were staunch defenders against the Ottoman threat. Elizabeth, now thrust into a marriage with a military leader, found herself surrounded by violence, brutality, and the constant specter of war. The grim atmosphere of the era, coupled with the loss of her parents and her immersion into a turbulent marriage, cast a shadow over Elizabeth's formative years, perhaps influencing the macabre tendencies that would later come to define her legacy. But picture it. And again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But picture it. 16th century Slovakia where Elizabeth sashayed through her castle an avant-garde vision of regality and ruthlessness. Forget the real housewives. We got the original drama llama, and she's got a castle to conquer. Elizabeth wasn't just a bloodthirsty countess. She was a heartbreaker extraordinaire. The intrigue of a Renaissance soap opera, scandalous love affairs, political entanglements, and more twists than a Shakespearean play. Move aside daytime television, this is where the real action was. Love triangles, political drama, and more royal gossip than a tabloid, because Elizabeth knew how to keep her court a-buzzing. And forget your beauty gurus on Instagram. Elizabeth was the OG influencer with her avant-garde beauty practices. I know, blood-soaked baths? Well, that's not a skincare routine. That's a Renaissance spa day. Move over, Kylie Jenner. Elizabeth was the original trendsetter, turning blood into the hottest accessory. And Elizabeth wasn't just about blood. She had a killer sense of style. We're talking gowns that made Versailles look like a thrift shop, and accessories that screamed, I'm royalty, darling. The original fashion icon 
where do we send the royalties to, right? Each ensemble was more iconic than the last, a veritable fashion show of aristocratic extravagance. Now, let's pull up a chair at the Devil's Dinner Party. So, picture it. Guests all dressed as angels, fluttering about, unaware that they were mere pawns in Elizabeth's grand theatrical production. Then, with a dramatic flourish, she revealed herself as the Devil. Cue the gasps, probably some awkward laughter, and a collective realization that they were in for a night unlike any other. But that wasn't it. That wasn't where she stopped. No. The dinnerware? Solid gold. Move aside, MTV Cribs. We got the original extravagant castle tour, where even the table settings were fit for royalty. Elizabeth knew how to throw a soiree that blended heavenly delights with a dash of infernal theatrics. As Elizabeth's dramas unfolded, she became the talk of the town, or should I say the talk of the castle. Gossip spread faster than her horse-drawn carriage, and soon everybody wanted a front-row seat to the original 16th-century reality show. It was like keeping up with the Bathories, you know, but with more blood. The Devil's Dinner Party? Well, that was just one chapter in her saga of scandal and spectacle. But darling, every fabulous party has its consequences. Elizabeth's glamorous lifestyle came with a dark side, and the glittering facade couldn't conceal the chilling reality within her own castle walls. It turns out, drama and mayhem don't make for the best bedfellows. Not sure? Well, how about this grim little story? One chilling day in the grand halls of Catisse Castle, Elizabeth Bathory demonstrated her callous disregard for life in a display that sent shivers through the servants' spines. It was during a lavish feast, with the flickering candlelight casting an eerie glow over the opulent dining room. As guests reveled in decadent merriment, Elizabeth's callous nature emerged like a dark storm cloud. As the banquet unfolded, a servant accidentally spilled a goblet of wine, staining the immaculate tablecloth. In any other noble household, this might have been met with a reprimand or even just a stern glance. However, the blood countess, true to her ruthless reputation, transformed a minor mishap into a horrifying spectacle. With an imperious gesture, she ordered the hapless servant to kneel beside the stained table. In a macabre twist of theatricality, Elizabeth declared, If you love wine so much, you shall be one with it. The servant was then forced to immerse their hands in the spilled wine, with Elizabeth observing the scene with a sinister satisfaction. The room fell into an uncomfortable silence as the guests exchanged nervous glances. It was a stark reminder that, in the realm of Elizabeth Bathory, even a spilled goblet could become a twisted theater of cruelty. And there you have it, Elizabeth Bathory, the woman who redefined drama, glamour, and what it meant to be a real-life countess. Now, before we plunge into the macabre world of Elizabeth Bathory's killer skincare routine, let's take a stroll down the shadowy catwalk of history's strangest beauty rituals. From ancient civilizations to the Renaissance, humans have gone to bizarre lengths for that elusive fountain of youth. 
Cleopatra was said to have bathed in milk. Ancient Greeks swore by olive oil, but they were they were mere amateurs compared to the blood-soaked extravagance we're about to uncover with the original skincare queen Elizabeth Bathory. By the way, if you're wondering, have we changed much? No. The newest thing, TikTok. We'll tell you. Snail milking. Yeah, we're still doing crazy stuff. On to Bathory, though. We're unraveling the bloody secrets of Elizabeth Bathory, the woman who put the count in countess and the S in extra. Today, we're diving headfirst into the realm of beauty that's so lethal, it'll make your average skincare routine seem as tame as a kitten. Brace yourselves for the killer skincare routine for the one and only Blood Countess. So, let's talk about the pièce de résistance, the infamous blood-soaked bath. Legend has it, Elizabeth believed that bathing in the blood of virgins would keep her skin as fresh as a daisy. Well, move over, Spa Day. We've got a Renaissance ritual that's the stuff of nightmares. It's the original blood facial, because, well, regular facials are for peasants, right? So you might be thinking, did it work? Well, let's just say that Elizabeth had a certain rosy complexion, and it wasn't just from good genetics. It's like she took the saying, beauty is pain, to a whole new level. Now, I don't know about you, but I prefer my skincare routine without a side of human sacrifice. But of course, Elizabeth's skincare extravaganza didn't stop at blood-soaked baths. No, no, no. She had to take it up a notch with what can only be described as the royal bath bombs of blood. Move over lush. Elizabeth was the original bath bomb queen, turning her bathing routine into a macabre masterpiece. Picture it. The bathwater fizzing with a splash of crimson. The scent of iron wafting through the air. It's like a horror movie spa day. I can almost hear the screams of her vic- victims echoing through time. A bath that's both soothing and spine-chilling. Elizabeth truly knew how to multitask. Now, let's forget. let's not forget the tales of Elizabeth's beauty rituals. Rumor has it that she not only bathed in blood, but also drank it. Talk about a commitment to skincare. Like, I can't even remember to wipe my makeup off most nights. But, okay. And I can just imagine her sipping a blood cocktail, looking in the mirror and saying, Cheers to eternal youth, darling. One tale goes that Elizabeth believed she could transfer her beauty to another by ritually consuming their blood. It's like a twisted fairy tale where the wicked queen isn't satisfied with just being the fairest of them all. She has to steal the looks of others. Now, let's inject a bit of dark humor into this bloody affair. <laughs> I know, right? Elizabeth lounging in her bath, surrounded by candles, maybe a skull or two for ambiance. She could have been the star of a 16th century beauty vlog. Countess in the Crypt. I can almost hear her saying, don't forget to subscribe and sacrifice, darling. Historical hilarity aside, Elizabeth's skincare routine wasn't just about beauty. It was a power move. She wasn't just a countess. She was a queen of self-care, albeit in the most sinister possible way. Move over modern beauty influencers. Elizabeth was the OG trendsetter 
blood-soaked baths, royal bath bombs, and a touch of dark humor. The perfect recipe for eternal youth. Or so she believed. Now we're stepping into the chaotic courtroom of Elizabeth Bathory, the original bloodstained drama queen. Prepare yourself for a trial by gossip, a spectacle that makes modern celebrity trials look like kindergarten playdates. Elizabeth Bathory, our glamorous villainess herself, standing tall in a courtroom that probably looked more like a medieval Instagram influencer's nightmare than a legal proceeding. Move over, Judge Judy. This is the OG courtroom drama, and, well, it's bloodier than a Quentin Tarantino film. (laughs) Elizabeth faced allegations of unimaginable atrocities, from bathing in blood to committing mass murder. But, my friends, it wasn't just a trial. It was the talk of the town. The gossip that fueled the very rumors we're dissecting today. The trial of Elizabeth Bathory was a wild ride, filled with twists, turns, and enough scandal to put a royal soap opera to shame. Gossip spread faster than a carrier pigeon with a Twitter account, and soon everyone had an opinion about the blood countess. Historical fact check for you. Elizabeth's trial was more than just whispers over a cup of mead. It was a legitimate legal proceeding though undoubtedly fueled by the whispers and gasps of a society scandalized by a woman accused of bathing in the blood of her victims. Now, that's what I call a blood-soaked courtroom drama. You knew I was going to go there. I mean, honestly, you know me by now. But imagine the courtroom buzz. Did she really bathe in the blood of virgins? How many victims did she really have? It was a game of medieval telephone where facts were as elusive as a leprechaun riding a unicorn. But hey, who needs facts when you've got juicy gossip, right? And gossip had a starring role in Elizabeth's trial. The rumors were so sensational that it's hard to discern fact from fiction. Did she really have 650 victims or was that just a medieval exaggeration? Did she cackle maniacally during the proceedings, or was that added for dramatic effect? We may never know the truth, but one thing is for sure. It makes for a damn good story. Elizabeth wasn't just on trial. She was on the stage, and the audience, well, they were captivated. From local peasants to noble courtiers, everyone had their eye on the blood countess. It was like a live performance of the 17th century tabloids, complete with dramatic gasps and scandalized whispers. Rumor has it that during the trial, witnesses spoke of Elizabeth's nonchalant demeanor and sharp wit. Picture her responding to accusations with a sarcastic quip, leaving the courtroom in stitches. Move over, stand-up comedians. We got a countess who knows how to work a room. All right, now we're going to dive into the intriguing realm of Elizabeth Bathory's dark wit and sarcastic charm, because apparently even alleged mass murderers couldn't resist a good punchline. So let's talk about her reputation for sharp wit, a skill that even modern comedians would envy. So we've got our 16th century courtroom tense with accusations of blood-soaked atrocities, and in the midst of it all, there's Elizabeth responding to the charges with the finesse of a seasoned stand-up comic. Witnesses at Elizabeth's trial reported that she maintained a certain level of nonchalance, responding to the allegations with a hint of sarcasm. 
It's like she had a medieval laugh track following her every quip. Legend has it that when accused of her crimes, Elizabeth quipped, Why would I kill servants when I could have the pick of any man in the kingdom? Oh, Elizabeth, you sassy minx! Forget the courtroom. It sounds like she was auditioning for a medieval sitcom. It's almost as if she had a dark comedic script for her trial, turning accusations into punchlines. Move over, Shakespeare. The Blood Countess was the original playwright of courtroom dramas. And let's not forget the art of sarcasm that Elizabeth wielded like a finely crafted sword. During her trial, she reportedly responded to accusations with a wit so sharp it could cut through the darkest rumors surrounding her. Elizabeth, surrounded by accusers casually batting away allegations with the flick of her wrist and a raised eyebrow. It's like she was auditioning for a role on a dark comedy, perhaps a 16th century version of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But what were some of Elizabeth's hilarious remarks during the trial? Well, one account claims she said, You're accusing me of bathing in virgin's blood? Please, I only bathe in the tears of my enemies. Oh, Elizabeth, the original drama queen with a penchant for a bath time theatrics. Now, historical records may not capture every witty retort, but the snippets we have make it clear that Elizabeth had a way of turning a gruesome trial into comedy hour. Move over stand-up specials. We got the Countess with the killer punchlines. Elizabeth Bathory, the original sassy queen of Slovakia. Whether she was deflecting accusations or dropping sarcastic one-liners, the Blood Countess had a charm that left the courtroom in stitches. So, now we're going to explore Elizabeth's influence on folklore and her ghostly hauntings that continue to captivate dark enthusiasts like myself. As we move forward in time, now we're diving into the afterlife of Elizabeth Bathory, the woman whose dark legacy transcends the realms of the living. Get ready for Beyond the Grave Entertainment, where the Blood Countess takes center stage once again. So, let's talk about Elizabeth's spectral encore. Rumor has it that her spirit still lingers around the castle, haunting the halls like a medieval diva who just can't let go of the spotlight. Move over, Casper. We got the original ghostly gossip on this one. Witnesses claim to have seen Elizabeth's ghost wandering through the castle, bathed in an ethereal glow. Perhaps she's still searching for that perfect blood-soaked bath bomb in the afterlife. Tales of Elizabeth's ghostly antics abound. Some claim she appears in mirrors, forever checking her regal reflection. It's like she's auditioning for a spectral beauty vlog. Countess in the afterlife. I can just see it now. Who says the dead can't have a skincare routine? Other accounts suggest she whispers in the ears of unsuspecting visitors, her voice dripping with centuries-old charm. It's like a haunted ASMR experience brought to you by the one and only Blood Countess. But of course, Elizabeth's story didn't end with her death. Hollywood took the reins, turning her dark tale into blockbuster entertainment. From Dracula to modern horror films, the Blood Countess became the ultimate muse for filmmakers and musicians alike. Countless movies and songs have drawn inspiration from Elizabeth's blood-soaked legacy. It's like the original Scream Queen, haunting pop culture from beyond the grave. 
Imagine Elizabeth scrolling through Netflix in the afterlife, seeing the countless documentaries, TV shows, and even video games dedicated to her infamous story. She's the original influencer of horror, commanding attention from beyond the veil even. From folk songs to heavy metal anthems, Elizabeth's dark allure has inspired artists across genres. It's like she's the dark muse we never knew we needed. Move over, Taylor Swift. The Blood Countess has her own chart-topping hits in the afterlife. Whether she's haunting her former stomping grounds or inspiring the next Hollywood blockbuster, the Blood Countess's legacy continues to captivate and chill. And so, dear Darklings, we've waltzed through the corridors of history, bathed in the blood-soaked extravagance of Elizabeth Bathory. From glamorous countess to ghostly muse, her enigma lingers, haunting our thoughts like an eternal echo through time. Elizabeth Bathory, the original drama queen, proved that even in the darkest corners of history, humor, charm, and a killer skincare routine could steal the show. As we bid adieu to the Blood Countess, remember, the past may be buried, but its echoes continue to dance in the shadows. And in the grand tapestry of history, Elizabeth Bathory didn't just leave a stain. She left a blood-soaked masterpiece. As she haunts the annals of time, let's remember, life is short, but legends are eternal. Stay wicked, stay witty, and above all, stay enigmatic. Until next time, my darlings. And here we are, folks, at the eerie end of another Dark Enigma escapade. Thanks for hanging in there with me through the twists and turns of the paranormal playground. Before you slip back into the mundane realm, let those supernatural thoughts swirl like a ghostly apparition. Reach out to me, your fearless paranormal navigator, at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. Got ideas for future episodes or just want to swap some spooky stories? I'm all ears and I respond faster than a cryptid vanishing into the night. This has been Dark Enigma, signing off from the cryptic corridors of Renegade Talk Radio. Until our wavelengths cross again, keep those ghost detectors charged and beware of things that go bump in the night. Stay enigmatic, my spectral sidekicks, and remember... The real mystery is how I managed to make every exit sound like a plot twist. Catch you on the flip side. See you, my heathens. I love ya. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.